Welcome to Absolute Comics, the show that Sal and I bring to you every Tuesday at about 5 p.m. Eastern, and we discuss all the news that's happening in the comic book world, in our favorite comic books, and in the movies. Basically, anything related to comic books gets talked about by me, Benny, the comic historian, and Sal from Comic Pop. Right, Sal? That's right. And today's sponsor, you don't even know we had a sponsor, did you, Sal? No, but I'm ready for it. It's water. Drink H2O. Water is today's sponsor because everyone should be drinking lots of water. And if you use the code down below, comics, you can get water for free from your tap. It goes right to your house, straight into your <laughs> cyber zone. Get a free coupon code. You can download your water today. I got mine sure way better. Yeah, make sure you use our code, though. It has to, we, the, the water company has to know that we helped you get water. Yeah, it's a <laughs> H2 Comics. <laughs> Thank you so much for going with that joke, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Anyway, yes, uh, so today uh, I have hurt my back. Uh, so we were debating having Dan sit in for today's episode, but looking at the list of topics, it's kind of shortish. I don't think we'll be here very long. So we're going to probably do a little bit of a shorter episode while, because uh, so, I can only sit straight for so long before it starts to hurt again. Exactly. So, uh, and for those wondering, I threw my back out doing deadlifts. There's no like rhyme or reason. I didn't hurt myself saving a child or something. I was being dumb in the gym. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ow, that hurt right there, just like flexing in the back. If you want to watch this live, it's at twitch.tv slash comicstorian every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm pretty sure I said that, but I'm just making sure. And then we launch it live on the YouTube channel Monday or Tuesday when I for stopped forgetting about it because it was supposed to go out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put it out to your Patreon? Because I put it out to my Patreon. Oh, yeah, it's out. Okay. <laughs> like how you rolled your eyes like you're not sure and if you want to get early access to it and you want to support us directly you can sub right here at twitch to keep this show going or you can go to each of our patreons you can go to sal's at comic pop or mine at comic storian where you will get early access to this show unless there's some kind of a hiccup behind the scenes you only got to support one of these three to keep the show going don't feel like you have to do all of them just one of them would be great or one of our sponsors of which today is water so <laughs> go drink water show your support yeah let me just cover my label and drink some Mm. Spe speaking of which, can I can I get a water? Somebody behind the scenes over there? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> now now I feel thirsty. We've been talking about water for five minutes. Yeah. Okay, so today uh, we are going to be talking about a few things. Uh, the comic book in general. I don't think there's much to talk about in comics, like as a whole. Not yeah. much came out over the last two weeks. It was the annuals week, and then nothing came out really last week, right? Yeah, nothing I mean, it heavy. I should say that's the thing. There were no bombshell announcements. There were no crazy shenanigans. No events. It was just a kind of. It was a good week for comics. There were a lot of good books that came out. But as yeah. far as news is concerned, you know, the news is keep reading comics and supporting your favorite books. Like, <laughs> otherwise, that's it. Right. So we'll talk about like a couple of the headlines that came out this week. Um, Batman gets a White Lantern ring in Batman Universe Five. I can talk a little bit about that. Have you have you been reading Batman Universe? Uh, Batman Universe, I think, is the best Batman book that's out this year. Uh, I I I want to say yes, but Curse of the White Knight. I love Curse of the White Knight, but nothing makes me smile wider than Batman Universe. Nick Darrington's art is on another level, and. Yep. As much as I like have been ragging on DC Bendis, this is the Bendis that I was like, hey, let's all reserve judgment because like it could be awesome. This is the book where it is actually awesome. Well, 
I've said it early on, with the way that he's been writing this and that Tom King's been writing Superman, they obviously got the wrong superheroes in this mix. And, and the problem is, and I've heard rumors that, you know, they asked Bendis to take over for Batman. I've heard that Tom King was offered Superman, you know, and both of them were like, no, we want this character. Uh, editors, just say, uh, yeah, well, if you want to work here, you have to work on this character. And oh, right. gee whiz, they're only our two top flagship characters. Like, both these writers get those characters. They just seem to have a problem with the other guys. Yeah, uh, and our chat is stating last night on Earth, while I think it's good, I don't think it's the best Batman story of this year. I don't I, think, I think it's that the w- best Batman book that Scott Snyder has written. No, I don't think so either. I think it's a fun, all-over-the-place book, but I don't think it's the best Batman story Scott Snyder's written. There's only um, two any- issues. Like, <laughs> is there yeah, well, the, la- the last yet? one got pushed back to December. It's only three issues total. Yeah, I know. So, like, yeah, and the second issue, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I yeah. really don't know. It's it's okay. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Anyway, um, we'll skip over this topic because you said it was clickbait and doesn't need worth mentioning. But the topic was, does Superman kill an innocent uh, child to save somebody? Either way, you said it was clickbait and didn't happen because I don't actually read Up in the Sky. No, I read the first issue and I was like, eh. What's interesting about Up in the Sky and Universe is that those are both the Walmart exclusive books. So it's just funny that those were the books that had come out from Walmart like a year ago and are now finally here on the stands. And so we're reading them because we can get to them. Uh, we're going to talk about the news. Titan season three getting announced. I can't believe I, that there's I, a third honest, season. I like what season one did. I like what season two is doing. Not, I don't like them together. There feels like two different shows at this point, but which is I a better show. Believe, oh God. We'll talk about that when we get to that topic. Okay. Okay, good. All right. All right. Um, Dan linked to say Foley's list of the comic book TV show release schedule. So we'll pull that up. See if there's anything we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Um, Gwen Stacy's getting a comic book and it's not spider Gwen or Gwen Poole. It's Gwen Stacy. Yeah, it's like a prequel book. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that um, along with Falcon and Winter Soldier, but Falcon and Winter Soldier is almost expected with the show coming up. Yep. Um, Kevin Feige says that Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk will jump to the big screen. Uh, we'll talk about that briefly. I don't see we have much topic on that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it then. Uh, Batman Universe. So I read issue one and two. Okay. Okay. So I, I had an idea where they're going. I noticed that the, the theme was going to be this box that was going through, but it was basically, it struck me as Batman Brave and the Bold if it was yes. more serious. That's exactly what Which is it what is. I'm loving about it. Because right. it's him teaming up with things. I loved the back and forth of Green Arrow. I thought that was great on the Agreed. first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget, who, who did he team up with in the second issue? I think it was Green Lantern. No, it's Green, okay. yeah, it's, it's Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and then that's kind of it. And then like we get to issue five and Nightwing shows up. Right, and then and we discover that the box that they've been chasing for these five issues contains a white lantern ring. Yeah. yeah. So, I like and dislike this at the same time. How do you feel about it first? Because I'm the Green um, Lantern guy. You're right. The- I like Green Lantern, but I'm not the biggest girl, Green Lantern fan. I'm not as steeped in his lore, particularly the recent lore. So, like the you know the, the spectrum colors and the the white lanterns and whatnot. Um, uh, if you read issue five, there's a moment how Batman recovers the White Lantern ring, and it's pretty awesome in its own right, like as its own scene. But as far as do I like the idea of Batman becoming a White Lantern, the reality is it'll only be for an issue or two. Um, but I'm in. Oh yeah, like, I think it's great. I, I I really had a good time reading this book. I mean, like the first five issues have been the most fun I've had reading a Batman comic in years, and this is just another chapter in that saga for me. Like. Does it fly in the face of the Kyle Rayner White Lantern thing? I don't really care. <laughs> like well, that. it does, but it doesn't at the same time. Yeah. Well, I think I think the problem that I have with Batman getting this White Lantern ring 
is that thanks to Grant Morrison taking over in Green Lantern and them deciding to go completely against everything that was made by Jeff Johns and then continued yes. by Robert Vendetti, um, like, why is the Batman book and Naomi pretty much the ones that are redeeming white and black lanterns? Right. No other lantern shows up anywhere else. Green Lantern's turned into a dark star. We don't have any other Green Lantern <laughs> books at this point. Like, yeah. what is... what? I think what bothers me, and as much fun as I loved Batman becoming a White Lantern for this book, which, by the way, if you're curious, you're going to be seeing Batman Universe hitting the channel real fast. Uh <laughs> yes. By the way, uh, is it even like a is, is it like a White Lantern ring, or is it like a pre-White Lantern? It's like some kind of like a... I thought it was like an experimental White Lantern ring. It's not like the yeah, kind... It's, it's not the official one, but that's the exact same excuse he's using with Naomi, where it's, it's not White and Black Lanterns, but we're going to use all those powers, basically. Right, um, exactly. And so it's not officially a white lantern, but I think what bothers me is that Bendis is like willy nilly using two of the most powerful elements in the DC universe. Yeah. Not in a Green Lantern book. <laughs> <laughs> a Green Lantern's off like I'm a dark star now. Oh, the, the 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 black stars. Did you read that book? Like that first issue? No, I tried. Okay, look. Everyone knows I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. I'm a huge Grant Morrison fan. But you know what I don't want? Grant Those Morrison's insanity in my Green Lantern. It, okay? is, it is unbridled insanity. That's what I mean. Like, like, okay, look. Give me, let me give you a great example. Okay? Grant Morrison is a, an amazing peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't know anyone that would tell you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, if made properly, is not good. Yeah. Okay? Right. Great, that's what Grant Morrison is. Green Lanterns to me is an amazing bacon cheeseburger. You don't put those together, though. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, those just... Those are One not of my analogies always have food. All of my analogies have food. I don't understand that. <laughs> uh, I think someone's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do love it. And in the Green Lantern book, if taken by itself, okay, Green Lantern's Grant Morrison Green Lantern, I think I would enjoy because I like Liam Sharp's art. I mean, I would, did nitpick it early early on. I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an art major who never really got into the art world. I'm not even going to deny that. I've lost a lot of the skill that I did have back in the day. But I had a lot of problems with his art being too busy. And he right. has definitely honed in on what makes his art good. Yeah. Um, and he's, and, and I, I even commented that because he was saying how he converted people based on his art in Green Lantern. And I said, you converted me. I love your art in Green Lantern. You're doing an amazing job in Green Lantern. Yeah. Like, I, the I, art is there. You got Grant Morrison and he's there. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I was going to say, I don't even think it's his fault. I think it's just that Morrison's trying to cram so much on the page. It's like, ah, uh, here. Yeah. Um, I just don't, like, I think what bothers me about what Grant Morrison is doing, because I am a fan of Grant Morrison. I legit am. I liked Multiversity. I liked his Doom Patrol. Right. You know, I liked when he does things, even his Batman. But I think what yeah. bothers me is the exact same reason why I hated when they dropped Agent Venom to go to Eddie Brock Venom. Yeah. As much as I'm now on board of the Eddie Brock Venom since Donny Case taking over, that intermediate period between Agent Venom to uh, Donny Case run was not fun, and it was more because I hated the fact they threw everything out the window. Yeah. And that's what Grant Morrison's done. Hal Jordan has had no rhyme or reason to be out here, no rhyme or reason to have his ring, no rhyme or reason for anything going on. It's not tied into anything currently happening. Nope. Seems like he more wants to tell a story of the Dark Stars, not the Green Lanterns. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, he just, clearly, Morrison was like, I want to do my own thing, and we know that, like, there's a... We know that Morrison can't be told what to do at DC, so, like... yeah. If if he said if they tell him yes, he's just gonna do whatever he's gonna do, and so that's that. 
So I think that's what my problem with Green Lantern is. I think as a standalone Green Lantern story, it's all over the place. It's interesting. I like that in Green Lantern stuff. Right. But you're, it's just so removed from everything that I, I did fall in love with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that's just what it comes down to. Right. Um, no, it's true. I don't even know where, why we started on Grant Morrison. Oh, right? oh, I, uh, I oh, said, rings, like... Oh, rings, rings, Yeah, because I was talking about how, like, did you even read Black Stars? Because it's, like, insane. But right. yeah, the oh, so Batman's a white lantern, and it's pretty, and it's pretty cool, <laughs> right? And then Naomi's doing the white and black lantern stuff. So it's like Bendis wants to continue the, the all of the cool lantern stuff, right? And Grant Morrison's like, I want to make dark stars. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay, well, that's not really connected to anything we're doing right now. And he's like, that's fine. <laughs> and, and by the way, like the now that Green Lantern is over and this new series has begun, and so the Morrison Liam Sharp. Green Lantern series of 12 issues, it really could be its own thing. And I feel like this yeah. this could easily be, because it, 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 he threw away, like, the it's romances. Out. Yeah. Let me stop you right there. It's coming back. Oh, no. Liam Sharp and Grant Morrison already said that. The 12 issues ended with Grant, Green Lantern Dark Stars. Yeah. And that's going to end in 12 issues, and they, get, they are back on Green Lantern to continue it. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, <laughs> this feels like he just kind of had this pitch in a drawer, and he's just been sitting on it forever. And it's like... So it doesn't matter when it comes out. It could just be its own trade or its own collection. Yeah. And so it's like, there you go. But now there's going to be more Green Lantern. And the fact that it's Grant Morrison and the fact that like everyone loves his stuff, or at the very least, like people want to be on the same page as Grant Morrison, um, you're, you're going to see a lot of his influence in other people's books, which will, of course, yeah. make it not standalone. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting that to happen any, any minute now. Like It's weird see. because... Yeah. Based on Green Lantern, based on Batman Universe, based on Black Label, okay? And uh, Ra <laughs> Henry in her chat brought this one up earlier about, I guess, DC's intended to move a lot of the main heroes to Black Label so that 5G can be the main timeline. What is that? What a... Like, I get... Okay, no, I'm sorry. Let, finish your point. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, like, it seems like they're going... Remember DCU? Remember, yes. like, stories over continuity? It seems yeah. like we're doing it now, but structured. Right. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. <laughs> well, it, well, that's exactly right. I mean, like, putting all the main heroes and in, like, kind of ongoing stories that might still technically be in continuity or could overwrite the previous continuity if, like, let's say 5G is a dud, like the last several events from DC have been. Yeah. And then they can say, well, if you want to read the real DC Universe, you go over here, you buy that. Like, well, by all means, like, after you've done what... Tom King has done, take whatever Tynan makes and then throw it away, but also make real Batman another publishing line over there. Like, that's so... I don't know. It just feels like... Part of the reason why the sales at DC didn't tank when DCU happened um, was because there were no alternates. You couldn't go like, well, if I don't want to read about the Superman what am I going to get? There's no other Superman. Like, if I want to read right. about Batman, what am I going to get? This is all I have. Like, but if you give them an alternative, you're, they're still going to choose the alternative. They're not just going to buy both or only buy the main book you want them to buy. It just feels like it, they're, they're cannibalizing their sales. But Yes, I, I mean, I agree and disagree. Um, if we're going to cannibalize our sales the way we are... Yeah. Uh, I do like the idea that Black Label is going to have a lot of these one-off stories. So the real Batman's over here, but it's not the continuity. So right. if you want the continuity, here's all your young superheroes taking over. If you want your classic heroes, we're still telling those stories. 
The thing that cra makes me crazy though is isn't like, shouldn't Black Label be kind of like, not only prestige, but also kind of standalone, self-contained major pitches, like things that someone has really developed and taken time to go like, I really want to tell this story, and so here it is, and it's gonna be like four issues, or six issues, or two issues, or three issues, whatever, but, it's, but a small run. With this, it feels like they went, okay, so we're gonna do this thing that might piss off a lot of people, or at the very least, lose sales. So instead of losing them to Marvel, why don't we just like, uh, call someone and tell them to tell Batman stories and Wonder Woman stories and Flash stories over there. Like, that's not what Black Label was supposed to be. It's not even what Black Label is supposed to be right now. But now it's just a stopgap to keep people from not buying Batman. I, I don't know. It just feels like it, you're going to feels like it follows up exactly what we said last time, where they don't yeah. know what they want to do with, with Black Label. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if, if you want to prove that you really have no idea what to do with this line, please, by all means, proceed. I don't know. Uh, the I'm, I'm I listen. If if it allows for crazy ass Batman stories that do star Bruce Wayne or crazy Wonder Woman stories or hey, how about a Flash Black Label book? You know, these kinds of ideas, then by all means knock yourselves out because at the very least you're going to be you're going to be innovating again. So I'm in. Yeah. Like so I'll read it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> but I feel like I I just feel like it's it's more of the same problems we've been complaining about but just in different forms you know what i mean right it's i don't know it's gonna be interesting to do it this way i mean i i like the idea of the latest batman story just being an amazing story and it's self-contained to these 12 issues and that's it but at the same time i also like the idea of like being rewarded for being a viewer a reader who's been there for so long well sure can yeah be like i remember when duke thompson was brand new and a kid in zero year you know yeah. like that kind of payoff you get so right. by doing these solo stories you'll get some amazing stories but we're also going to be removing some of the payoff and if you're removing the heroes that i want to read into only solo stories on one hand i'll be happy because you're right they should be prestigious and amazing pitches and amazing storylines but at the same time I'm g you're gonna lose. I think we're gonna lose a, a little bit of what makes comics comics. I agree. Well, and and what if it sell? What if both sell like gangbusters? That'll just tell DC to steamroll ahead. Just keep doing this. Now that being said, who knows? They could all be great. Yeah, they could. <laughs> and and I hope so. I, I I always hope for the best. It's just kind of like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> But, all right, well, we don't know much yeah. more about that, so that's all speculation at the moment. I mean, That's now, true. That's we true. had a whole episode last week about black label speculation, and now they're like, no, 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 here's the plan. <laughs> and it's like, well, none of us were expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we got Titan Season 3 has been announced. Yeah. That is it. I've heard yeah. rumors of characters and things like that, but we, as we both said, Titan Season 1 was a different show. Right. Titan, Se Titan Season 1 was like the new Titans. Titan Season yes. 2 is the old Titans. To the point where main characters from season one don't even show up. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a, we have a. It's not just season three is coming, fall twenty twenty. Like we have a date practically. <laughs> I know. This just, okay. I think I'll just I'll just throw the elephant in the room. Look, I like DC Universe. I do. I like what they're doing. Yeah. But I think we just go back to who's funding this. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, like. I would argue that one of the most heavily criticized entries of DC Universe's original programming was Titans. Yeah. So you and it was probably one of the most expensive productions, not including Swamp Thing. 
But when you think about like the criticism, the backlash, the the response to Titan season one, how quickly they developed season two, you could almost argue like, okay, you know what? They were probably just working on season two before really all of season one was released. So oh no, they did. That, that's officially what happened with that. Yeah, season so, two was announced before season one launched, and they hadn't filmed the last three episodes. Right. That's why the so, last three episodes felt weird and janky because they had filmed them now with knowledge of a season two, not having it at the beginning. Exactly. So for 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 the viewer, you're kind of like, okay, well, I can understand that, and you know what? Like, I guess if they ever like, you know what? I, they already paid for season two. It's already being produced, so I understand. But now after season two, for them to be like, yeah, it's season three, and it's like. Did they get the budget for three seasons all at once? <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I, do we have? We don't have access to the numbers for the downloads for the viewers. No one knows. They've been so quiet about that. The only supposed leak we had was seven hundred thousand, which apparently was way under target. Of course. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, every respect, of course. But like, I mean, we also I have Doom Patrol too. Season two, the Harley well, Quinn cartoon, more Young Justice coming. I can't we've believe also, there's more Young Justice. And we have Stargirl, although that may get moved to CW now, but we still have Stargirl. Stargirl's up in the air. Stargirl has been moved, delayed, everything, like, over the last year. Yeah. Um, so we have no idea, but we do know, like what you said, Young Justice and Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, like, the most critically acclaimed thing from DC Universe. So they're like, yeah, of course we're going to do this if we have the money for it, which I guess they do. And it's like, Doom Patrol wasn't a cheap show. It wasn't like the Maxwell Lord Adventures. Like, no, this is a this is a show with a robot man in it and a, and a farting donkey. Like, there's a, a lot of, <laughs> of effects that go into this show. And, and for them to go like, and usually with the next season, they usually ramp it up. So it's like, it should be a more expensive season. So if you're making Young Justice season three, or I'm sorry, yeah, the, the, the cartoon, you got Titan season three, which will be more, you know, probably, I mean, here's the deal. You know, the most expensive character probably from Titan season one was Beast Boy versus Starfire. Like those two are the most expensive effects to produce outside of- Yeah, that's Star. why we don't see them too often. Right. <laughs> so, but then with season two, they're like, hey, how about Superboy? And it's like, okay. And then you get to season three. Like, what are they going to do with season three? I feel like they're going to up the ante even more. I don't know. It just feels like I, it's more baffling and I'm like proud. You know, it's like it's like that person that you never had any faith in, like doing something amazing, like doing a yeah. triple backflip. And you're going like, like I, I mean, like, it's awesome that you did that. But, like, how did you do that? <laughs> I just, agree. That's, a, that's how I feel about DC Universe. I have never that's had a <laughs> I've never had a heavy complaint about it. It's been minor complaints about organization and things like that. But they still maintain unique things in the store. They yeah. still maintain constant comic book releases. They still maintain new seasons of their shows. And they're still doing things like when they did the HD remaster of Batman and stuff like that. It's like... Who is funding all of this? That's right. Because one, one of two things is either happening. They have massive amounts of money that they've just stored up for this. Right. Or their, their subscriptions are much higher than they're saying. Yeah, it's not like one of those weird, you know, lopsided Kickstarters where if you really, really believe in DC Universe, you can pay quadruple your membership fee. And so we really only have like, you know, 10,000 members. But we have the financial equivalent of 60,000 members. Like, right. there's, there's no way that's what it is. So, 
I, I, I don't know. I am impressed and I'm thrilled and I, I, I want it to be... See, the thing about it is, the reason why it's so, we're so incredulous about it, I think, is because what I want it to be is that so many people love DC and want to see these DC things that, like, everyone's just flocking to the DC Universe app and they're, like, and they're reading the books because, of course, the books are available for download and read uh, as well. Uh, and they're loving the shows and they're enjoying the movies and so, as such, they're becoming huge comic book fans. But I feel like that's kind of a dream world and there's no way that's what's happening. So... But I want that to be the end result. Like, I want DC Universe to be so successful that, like, people who download it or have never heard of it but, like, heard about the app, check it out and, like, fall in love with comics in general. Yeah. That, that's just what I want. And, and so what I, what I don't want is for it to be like, well, that, will co- that, that day will come if we inflate the numbers and just, compl- just overspend. Um, I, mean, I wonder if they're doing the Netflix model. Right. Where they just keep getting more money from the parent company, they keep yeah. getting investors, and they just keep going with the, well, eventually, well, hopefully, it's going to turn into something. Exactly. Maybe, I mean, that's literally it. If you look at Netflix's business model, it's literally just dump buco just, bucks hoping <laughs> that's called to go Lose profitable. money every day. Like, everyone likes to tout how amazing Netflix is, but their business model has been literally lose money. For those guys who don't know, Netflix loses a ton of money. And they've publicized that they're doing this. Like, their right. goal is by 2021, 2022, we're going to be profitable. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. And, and, well, and the other thing is, of course, like, for them, it's about the content. It's about them generating shows and a library of shows so that they don't need to rely on The Office, Friends, the shows that make them... An, uh, uh, that made them an essential component of people's monthly bills, but now other companies have pulled them. Like, Netflix has and is losing constantly other people's IP, so Netflix is oh, like, yeah. well, we're, then, we're, then we're in content generation. And I guess with DC Universe, it's like, well, I guess exclusivity and content generation are, are our forte. Like, if you've ever wanted to see the teen freaking titans in live-action, comic-book-accurate costumes fighting Deathstroke or Trigon, you're gonna have to pay the very, very reasonable rate of the DC Universe app in order to watch it because yeah. we're the only ones who've got it. And, like, I, I guess that's fair. I hope the number's bigger than it than I assume it is. I mean, for all what I'm assuming is maybe. I'm, this is kind of where I'm hoping it's going to go. They're getting extra money right now because of HBO Max, and I'm hoping that the reason is is because they're going to turn it into, like, their Hulu. Right. The more prestigious, more out-there DC characters will go over here to DC Universe – um, and you can get it bundled in with your HBO Max, but it's also a separate platform in right. itself. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if that's gonna if that's what's gonna happen. I don't know if they're just gonna run the money out and hope to, that they're gonna get viewers eventually. I don't know what the deal is. I <laughs> once again, I like the app. I want it to be successful. But. Yeah. Uh, I liked Swamp Thing. I'm the thing about it is Swamp Thing got canceled three episodes early due to money. But Titan yeah. season three got greenlit. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's so weird, right? Like, um, so so where is the money, and who's funneling it, and who's managing it? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to know necessarily. Like, I I don't need <laughs> to know. It's not like well, uh, if if Sal approves of where your fiscal responsibility is, then I guess it's okay. Like, no, it just it's just more <laughs> it's just more like again, I'm just I'm I'm just. I'm so impressed, and I don't mean to sound insulting. <laughs> it's just, it's just really kind of amazing, because you know, like, uh, like uh, there's the the Harley Quinn animated show, right? Like the new trailer dropped when we're recording this episode, actually today, 
Um, which is ironic because it's also the day that Disney Plus dropped. Um, yeah. But new Harley Quinn show, the trailer was released, um, F-bombs galore, S- like every single expletive is dropped in this cartoon that looks like a combination of Young Justice and Batman Brave and the Bold. And it's like, I, like I, listen, I can't believe that this exists and I think I'll really enjoy it. I just can't believe it exists. And I can't believe that like this is for a very, very niche audience. Yeah. It's it's just kind of like amazing. And it's not like some crappy flash animated show that you can find on like some, you know, on some YouTube channel. Like, I mean, like, this is this is an animated show, I'm sure, because it's made by WB. It's done by WB Animation. And it's like, it's like I don't know, money was spent. Work is well, being done. Well, they even got the actress who plays Penny in Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Kaylee like, you can't tell me You can't tell me she was cheap. She didn't show up and be like, you know what? I'm rich enough. I'll take ten dollars to be Harley Quinn. <laughs> I'm sure she's paid at least a million dollars an episode or something like that, isn't it? Or is the show canceled? I don't know. In any case, Big Bang Theory. I thought it was like ten million an episode by the end. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was the the principal cast members of Leonard and her got the most money, and then it like peppered down. Like, right, right, stupid. right. No, no, it was her. It was her, Leonard, and uh, Sheldon. Right. They of were course. considered the principal cast, and then the others all got smaller amounts at the end. Right. Okay. I, it's just unbelievable. I'm just... It's crazy. Yeah. But it's cool. So, <laughs> um, all right. You know what? I, I pulled up the comics a little bit. We've already talked about Batman Universe. We already talked about Black... Uh, black Stars. Dark Stars. Yeah, Black Stars. Black Stars, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and mention real quick the, the thing that I talked to you about before this that everyone was like, are you guys going to talk about what happened in Justice League 35? It was amazing. We can't figure out what everyone's referencing. Yeah, was it was <laughs> it the destruction of the Gotham by Gaslight universe? Was it? it by the way, I, having looked at it, it, it wasn't even that the ship blew up. It's just Shaira's stranded in space. The ship isn't yeah. even blown up. It's just disabled. Like it, so, it has to be the destruction of the Gotham by Gaslight universe, which. I don't understand why anybody would consider that a big deal, considering that is one trade paperback, one movie, and it's yep. never been continued. It's not like we. It's not like somebody took Flashpoint Batman and completely ruined him. I mean, <laughs> right? No. If if it had been that like the universe that Perpetua visited was the Dark Knight Returns universe, and they blew that well, up. That- yeah, that might be interesting. Or the Injustice Universe was destroyed again, and then they made another <laughs> again. Can you believe? Can you believe there was a time? When, because we're talking about Convergence, which is, don't waste your time. But the they opened with Convergence. They were so high on themselves. They were like, Convergence is so awesome. We're going to offhandedly open the, sh- the, the, the book with the destruction of the Injustice universe. And then start Convergence. Yeah, no, Injustice is the book. <laughs> like, Injustice outsold Convergence. The best part a- was, when Injustice 2 came out, they just ignored Oh, that yeah. that was even a thing. No. no one even mentioned. Did anyone else wake up in a weird universe where we got destroyed? <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just threw that away. Thank goodness. Because, like, I, I would hate for them to have had to explain that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the destruction is interesting, but not a big deal. Um, no. It's, it's, it's kind of, like, more silly. Like, it's like... Oh, you destroyed the universe that uh, of this book that wasn't really hurting anybody or affecting anything. I am a little curious as to why the book is ending at thirty nine. Why Scott right. Snyder's leaving, but they're keeping mums on that. I yeah. really, I don't think it's underselling, but I will say, as much as I love it, as much as I love the writing, um, 
I'm ready for very overwhelming. It's very (laughs) overwhelming. Very overwhelming at this point. Oh yeah, Um, no, I I literally I was thinking about that first trade, like not and I love the preamble, like. Okay, you want to get into Justice League? Okay, well, you could start with issue one, but you really should probably read No Justice. And actually, you wouldn't really understand No Justice until you read Dark Knight's Metal. And really, you wouldn't understand Dark Knight's Metal until you read all the pre-books before that. So, like, you're talking about reading 40 books before you're even getting an understanding of what the hell's going on in Justice League. When, in Justice League, the story is, there's an evil god that wants to destroy the multiverse. (laughs) Yeah. I know, I love the story he's writing. It's not even tanking in sales or anything like that. It's still, no, no, no. Uh, in September, it was the 22nd highest selling book, and it sold 52,000 copies. Not a bad number at all, considering the way comic oh, books no. go nowadays. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they just decided to change their mind. Maybe DC was like, hey, let's, you know, instead of trying to go 100 issues of this, let's cut it a little early. We're learning that this whole 100 issue arc thing may not have been the greatest idea we ever thought of. Who'd have thought <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, the other book to talk about, I guess we could briefly talk about, is the Infected Shazam book. How do you, oh, yeah. I want to get your opinion on how do you feel about these infected Batman Who Lives characters now getting their own spin offs? <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, uh, I, think, I think it reeks of tie in cash grab desperation, and I, I, and I will not, t- I, I will not cotton to it. I pass on those. No. Well, I enjoyed it, so. <laughs> well, good. I mean, like, listen, like, is, is it technically true? that evil versions of superheroes could be neat. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that, but I don't have to pay for it. Well, so here's the concept of what they did in the Infected Shazam book, and this is what yeah. I like about it. It's an infected Billy Batson. But right. an, an effect, Joker toxin person is not inherently evil. They just lean into all of their evil tendencies. So the book is him trying to be good again, then quickly falling back into it, and then battling the Shazam family. Right. Because right, right. Superman and Batman let an infected Shazam get away. You know, I kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, that's neat. Okay. I mean, like, we. I think we all know that the reason it even exists is because that weird Shazam book by Jeff Johns has been delayed for no good reason, like, 18 <laughs> times. And they're like, listen, you want to read a Shazam book? We get it. Let's prove whether or not people want this damn thing if we put out this, like, Shazam tie-in book. Oh, 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 uh, I think, I, I don't think I told you this because I think we mentioned it in that episode. Speaking of Jeff Johns and his delays, oh, he yeah. has, a, okay, so I looked a little deep into the Jeff Johns, I'm going to follow up our Jeff Johns discussion. This okay. was not even on the topic listing at all. I looked into it. Jeff Johns does not work at DC anymore. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. If you look into his current history. Yeah. Okay. He does not work at DC. He's not employed by DC. He owns a company that he started who then gets hired to do jobs by DC. That's right. I remember him forming that company. It's It's got some ridiculous like, fun name. All of us fans forgot about it. Yeah. It's called Mad Ghost Productions. Yes. Okay. okay. So following getting pushed out of because of the whole movie debacle where everyone who was involved took blame even though they may not have needed it. Nope. Um, he went off to go make Mad Ghost Productions. And following up with my research from our previous discussion, Sal, yeah. Bad Ghost Productions has a website. Oh, and what are, their, what, are, what are some of the things they're working on? <laughs> and if you go, here's the interesting thing. Mad Ghost Productions has TV shows listed as Star, uh, Stargirl. They're uh-huh. doing Batwoman. They're doing Doom Patrol. They're doing Titans. And they're doing Flash on the CW. What? Yes. Is Flash? 
Yeah. Not of this. And Titans and Doom Patrol. And if you go to their movie roster that he's working on, mm-hmm. uh, in development, the Green Lantern core movie, Wonder Woman 1984 with the release date, the Shazam movies listed on here, along with Aquaman. Huh. Then, to follow up my research, if you click their comics, you yep. can see the projects that Mad Ghost Productions is working on, which includes some things that we've been looking for, such as Doomsday Clock with a release date of 12 issues bi-monthly. Shazam! Release date next issue is November 21st. Meaning this website is updated on the regular. This yeah. isn't this isn't like out-of-date information. No, they're updating these things like Three Jokers 2020. Uh, this- Three Jokers 2020. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Because like, you know what? Here's the best part. Go to the bottom. Look at the last comic listed here with sketch art. Oh no, Batman Earth <laughs> 1 Volume 3. <laughs> Release day 2020, my ass. <laughs> my ass. Yeah, we're, so, that, so we're, we're going to, okay. Uh, not not to step on your point, but like, that means that, <laughs> that means that Gary Frank has 365 days to finish Batman Earth 1 if Doomsday Clock number 12 is done. Yes. There's no way that's coming out. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, all of us were sitting here questioning what had happened to Jeff Johns. Yeah. Easy answer. He doesn't work at DC anymore. He's an yeah. outside contractor. Yeah, this is like when, uh, you know, when, uh, what's it called? When Rob Liefeld works for anybody, he doesn't work for Marvel or, or DC. Like, he, he, Extreme Studios is contracted and he's the talent that works for Extreme Studios, and they produce the books. That's nuts. That well, that basically, but it also answers a lot of questions because I mean, from a guy who runs a couple companies here, uh, getting off the ground that may have taken a good chunk of his last two years getting this established. Right. Yeah. And if you look at all the shows they're working on, two of those are currently running shows. Titans and Flash are like, and Doom Patrol. Three, three are currently airing shows. Movies are listed on here that have come out and gone. He's yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. Now, that so, being said, it doesn't say... I mean, the comics, we know he wrote them. But with the TV and the film, like we don't know to what degree he's involved in the production of these, of these things. Like, we don't know no, you're 100% right about that. He could, have been, he could have just been his company's doing it, and he's off doing his own thing. But regardless of that, he doesn't work at DC anymore. This is not as simple as Jeff Johns, here's the script. Give me... Get me finalize your script. i got to get it over to the artist. This is... He's moved on. He's doing his own things now. So he probably has more than just these books being written. Yeah. Now, here's a question. Because, like, Mad Ghost Productions, you know, cute website. Eh, I, I would go with a different design. But, my, you know, that's, that's my sensibility. Um, but with, with respect to Mad Ghost Productions, you know, they make stuff, right? They, they, they make comics, TV, movies. Or at least they're contracted to work on these. Does that mean that, like, Mad Ghost Productions could be hired to, I don't know, let's say, like, produce a Marvel movie? That'd be interesting. He's probably got some contracts, but if you actually look at his wiki of his career history, whether or not the wiki's updated or not, I don't fully know, but this is where I found it. On June 2018, John stepped down as his executive role at DC Entertainment and entered into a writer-producer deal with Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment. He opened up Mad Ghost Productions, a production company that works on film, television, and comic book books based on DC properties. So it sounds to me, 
he got the shaft on the whole clear clean house on the DCEU deal yeah. and said, I'm out. And instead, and, and basically probably what happened is he stepped down to go freelance and DC was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not having any right for Boom and Marvel and you, you, you're going to make a company. You want to pull a Rob Liefeld. That's fine. How about <laughs> we contract you to finish everything you've been working on and that's what's been going on. Right. Now, and the other question is, of course, well, the reality is, he doesn't need to go anywhere because I mean, like, look at the list of movies like that he is working on. That yeah. that that Mad Ghost is working on. Uh, a lot of these movies may are, are talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions. And so it's like, this is what he's been looking to do forever. The, the, he's yeah. he's he's where he needs to be. He doesn't need to make comics. Like he he could finish out the Shazam, Three Jokers, Doomsday Clock, Earth One, Batman, Volume Three contracts and then be like I'm just only going to make movies or if I want to make comics like yeah I'll you like Marvel can hire me and I'll write like a Justice League I'm sorry an Avengers like you know graphic novel or something you know whatever I mean he doesn't need to do any more comics for DC I just I just thought we I just thought I should give this follow up to our discussion yeah. from the previous episode because I found what he's doing <laughs> right yeah he's he's some nebulous executive at a company he created <laughs> that is subcontracted <laughs> to produce the things we thought he was just doing as an employee of DC Comics. Yeah. Right. So, it's, yeah. it's weird. All right, moving past that one, uh, we I, we brought up the Infected Shazam. We brought up the, I think, for the most part, we covered some of the bigger books. For the record, guys, nothing big comes out next Wednesdays either. Uh, no. It's, it's, no, tomorrow nothing big comes out. I looked into it. Next Wednesday, things come out again. I don't know. We have, we're having a weird three-week span where the nothing huge is happening in comics. It's, hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about this real quick. Gwen Stacy's getting a comic book. I know. What now, a- it, we, also, we also have it listed as Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I think we all assumed that one was coming. I, well, you know what's funny? I, I did not assume that was coming because it's such an obviously smart idea, and I'm, su- I'm shocked <laughs> to the core that they did it, where it's like, <laughs> hey, we're making a dedicated digital-only show about these comic book characters. How about we have a freaking comic book <laughs> called the same thing? Like... I, I don't know why, but for some reason, this is this this is this, this is very difficult to grasp for some of these guys. <laughs> okay, but I'm thrilled. Um, you know, good. I feel like this Gwen Stacy book yeah. was not initially planned. I feel like it came out of the amazing sales of the Mary Jane book. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that, didn't that sell huge when it came out? I, I I honestly don't know. I mean, I I know I bought a copy, and I think there was some fanfare about it, but like. You know, it's okay. I think it, I, I don't know how well it sold, though. I'll have to check. Anyway, yeah, All so right. that, oh, oh, th- that's a great idea. Plus, hey, Christos Gage, great writer, knows the characters. Oh, yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. Plus, you got Adam Hughes covers, you got Todd Nock on art. It's it's just going to be a good-looking, good write, good writ- written comic. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so that exp- I guarantee you Gwen Stacy's announcement came out of that, because it's being written by the same guy. Christopher, well, he did, did Gage do Mary Jane, or is that someone else? I, Who did I don't, Jane? I don't remember honestly. It feels like he did because it felt like a, a Gage book, but um, the the chat will correct us regardless. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> will. We'll, we'll we'll feed into that in a second. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to skip this one here because it's a quick mention. Kevin Feige says that Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She Hulk will jump into the big screens in after their TV shows. Yep. For what we understand, <laughs> that they're, they're going to make appearances. That we're not having the issue with Netflix that we did, where they're going to be in and out of the sh- movies. That's all we know. Yeah, really. thank you. It was Leah Williams who wrote Mary Jane. Oh, it's right. Yeah, because I remember I, I remember her tweeting out about it, and she's the one that I can't pronounce her first name. 
but she's on Gwenpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she did a good job, by the way. Amazing Mary Jane. If you haven't read it, it's, it's, it, I mean, there's only one issue, but it's still good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for today's uh, complaint session with Absolute <laughs> Comics with Sal and Benny. <laughs> exactly. If you enjoy it and you want to support it, join us over at Twitch. You can uh, sub right here. Keep the show going for four ninety nine. Or you can go to Comic Pop's Patreon, patreon.com slash comic pop. Get this show early access uh, for, I don't know what your tiers are, but on our side is patreon.com slash comic story and $2 tier gets you early oh, access yeah. to all of our shows. Same thing. Okay. I didn't know if you had a dollar tier, so I was just like, ah. <laughs> I think we do have a dollar tier, but it might be $2. In any case, it's, it's, it's good. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you guys so much for your help, uh, for showing up, being here. My back really hurts. I'm losing too much of thought. I will talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good one. Yeah.